0: Hey everybody, this is Presto. This
1: is Nick Yeti. Corporal Nossage.
0: And you are listening to episode 17 of the Nintendats podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about one thing and one thing only, and that is... (laughs) So, as you might have guessed by the previous 16 episodes of this podcast, we're old farts. And that means when we think of nostalgia... We think of sega genesis because we all grew up with it even though for some reason corporal had a brain fart right before nope. this and was like you, you, so you never had sega growing up and i was like
1: you've you've yeah. answered your own question right there we are old farts i'm clearly dealing with some form of dementia or alzheimer's <laughs>
0: jason take your memory pills <laughs> um yeah so today's episode is on sega because we love that so Before we kick things off with a full-blown nostalgia episode, um, I'm going to give y'all some history on Sega. Now, I asked you both before the show, but did you know Sega actually stands for
1: something? No. Did not know that.
0: Sega is an abbreviation for Service Games.
2: Service games. Service games. That was the most anticlimactic thing. Right? I feel like has been said on this podcast. <laughs> I was ready for like space age entertainment. Galactic Association or something like that kicked ass. Yeah, like that, that was
1: boring. That doesn't
0: kick ass. Well, no wonder ass. why nobody
1: calls them that, and they're called Sega. That's why, no,
0: that's why nobody knows it because if you try to read the backstory, you get so bored you just fall asleep. I think, think got <laughs> oh, I got re-virginized. Re-virginized. So, fun fact is Sega, aka Service Games, um, started out. Started out. As a coin game company, Sega is. Oh, that's the not first. surprising. Sega was the first developer of a coin-operated game called Periscope in the late 1960s. Boom! Knowledge. What? They were the first company to develop a a coin a game that used coins. Really? Uh, yeah. So we're coming at you with all sorts of so knowledge we have... today.
2: We have Sega to thank for modern arcades. Is that what is that what that's saying?
0: Um, at part of it, at least the modern arcades that like rip kids and rob kids of tokens at Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> <were> like <laughs> midway
2: games with Mortal Kombat, yeah. cheating AI, cutting frames. Jeez. So much. I, I can't believe there wasn't a lawsuit about that, but I guess you know <laughs> it, it was what it was. We, we we got better moral combat games on them.
0: Nobody had enough money to sue them because they they dumped all their quarters in the arcade machine.
2: Ha, uh,
0: Um, yeah. So Sega, you'll see as a as a recurring theme in this episode. Despite Sega primarily evoking feelings of strong nostalgia in us tender old folks, um, tender. they were they were an innovator um, and continue to be. Well, maybe continue to be an innovator in a, a bunch of different. Areas, aspects of gaming uh, and advertising and marketing, which I'm gonna get a big old fat smile oh. about. <laughs> get an old chubsky. <laughs> he
1: said, "Big old big fat big smile. smile." Yeah, smile. Just say Come on. Just say I'm gonna
0: fill it in. For Them you pearly guys. whites. Sega stands for smiling, excited, giddy, <laughs> ass clap. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, Sega service games uh somebody else talk besides me i've put everybody to sleep yep <laughs> yeah.
1: so, i mean
2: our ex- our experiences with sega right the games that we all love
1: so um, let me i'm gonna know, i'm gonna before got, you go any further hold on i'm just gonna put it out there you go because okay you go. fine fine because I, I i'm I'm needy, and I'm probably old, and I'll forget what I was going to say well, anyway. You're the
2: reason I got into Sega, so I was about to hand it over to you until you just ripped it out of my hand. <laughs> Gave me a little wiggle right there. <laughs> but Jason, Corporal is the reason why I ended up liking Sega, because he had a Sega, and I didn't. So, so I, right have,
1: I have a very, very vivid memory, and I'm sure somewhere there's probably an old, dirty, musty VHS tape of the recording of me in my pajamas on Christmas morning opening up my my Sega, but... Can you tell me
2: there's an ultra derby <laughs> video of you having, like, a freaking aim, like, brain the in Nintendo, your... Like oh, the Nintendo oh, I'm
1: sure there is. I'm sure there is. I, I don't know if Hurricane Sandy didn't destroy it or not, but I know for a fact there was a, a re- home video recording of me opening up my Sega Genesis and, like, freaking out i re- very vividly in my mind remember watching the video and seeing myself so i know it's there um but i'm rem- getting uploaded It's <laughs> getting
2: uploaded by the way yeah so i have to um, when i feel safe to and i have to actually contact your mom because she has told me to bring said child over oh. after it has been had so i have to bring freya over to your mom so i'm gonna once me and robin are okay with that i'm gonna inquire about that um, video oh, since I'm t- i live closer
1: to her than you do yeah oh boy so i'm sure somebody will find that video sooner or later and put it on the internet but there, i i remember getting my first system and back then awesome. when the sega genesis was released i'm pretty sure like they do nowadays they was bundled with a console game like the release game and my first right. game obviously was sonic
2: was it Sonic 1 that yes. was bundled with? Yeah. You got it. Did you get the Sega on release here? On I'm, release on
1: I'm pretty sure I did, yeah.
2: Like, you knew yeah. what it was? Like, I had no idea. I know,
1: so, was. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea what it was, but I had seen the commercials, and oh. I had told my parents that I wanted said commercial, because back then commercials fed crack to babies. And oh <laughs> uh, that's what Especially I wanted. I record,
2: which is what I'm going to talk so, about at <laughs> this point. We were at a... Um, robin's mom's house mm-hmm. we're sitting there and she puts on regular tv for lance which he doesn't get because yeah. i don't think it's good and I, he just gets netflix he, <laughs> he looks at me and goes dad he goes why are there so many ads and i, mm-hmm. I almost had a heart attack i was like first off you privileged little shit I was like, second oh off gosh. he calls them ads we call them commercials
1: yeah generational gaps
0: I love oh. that he has no tolerance for shitty commercials. <laughs> no,
2: not not whatsoever. Like he's, he, it.
1: he's like, "Where's the skip button?"
0: Yeah,
1: right. No, like, no, he said that. He he, he,
2: he wants to pause live TV too. And I'm, I'm like, I guess you can do that now because like some have DVR, but, you know, can. they don't have yeah. that house because they don't care for it. So, man, this episode is more about just us being old as hell. <laughs> this, is <laughs> about be, this is about us being dads. That's what it happens. About. We're like, enough. Hey, let's talk about Sega. And then it's like, hey, our kids. Like,
0: oh, <laughs> I can't even talk about Sega right now. My back Talk hurts. about three, three proud fathers. That's what
1: it is. <laughs> yep. So, so Sonic <coughs> 1 was your first game. Sonic, Sonic was my first game. And very quickly, because around that time period, uh, Home Alone—the first original Home Alone came out—and they had made, so many memories. yeah, oh they God. had made the Home Alone Sega video game. So those were the two games that I got um, for that Christmas, and those were the only two games I had access to for like forever.
0: That's why you got to take your ass to Blockbuster and <laughs> rent Sega games, like I did
1: back in the home days.
0: That was and... that was the experience, like just going and seeing like an entire wall of Sega games. Cause at that point, like we were kids, there was no real internet and it was just like, what? No GameStop, no Land.
1: So at some point I remember my house burning down or the woman, correction, it was in a, like a condo and the old woman above me passed away in her bathtub and her condo burned down. And that led to me being carried out by firefighters, and they ended up taking my Sega Genesis out of the place. And we ended up moving to a new house, which is the house that you guys know me from, on uh, you know WPI. And the
2: uh, Whoa, was that the, was that in Seaside Park? The yeah, place that you lived at. Yeah, I do. We slept there before. Yeah, we did. I knew you before you had a Sega. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God
0: i remember sleeping wait so there. Wait, that's wait, wait, wait i'm on, on the edge Park. of my seat did the sega make it out in one piece or not <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah that's the question,
1: that's yeah. the question. <laughs> yes the, the sega made it out in one piece there was water dripping all over the place but the sega and my hamster made it out in one piece oh. <laughs> so uh when we moved into the new place this is where my memories of me uh consuming nick with playing sonic with us because we would trade off back and forth uh playing level by level or death by death uh, until we were able to con- finish through the game.
0: Yeah, we I never finished the game. No, no, we I never did that wow. game so hard. You guys didn't
1: use the cheat. Oh, we yeah, using the cheat. What sure. Cheat?
2: What cheat? What do you mean? What cheat? I didn't know there's a cheat in First Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I didn't even know there was a cheat for Sonic. Up, right yeah. Up,
0: down, left, right.
1: Yeah. I thought, if I remember correctly, you found a book at like a GameStop and you learned that, and you came back to my house and you taught me about it, because that's how you and I started playing some of the advanced levels.
0: Oh my God, I think you're right. It was the yeah, it was the level select and the sound Jesus. test.
1: Yeah.
2: I need to come to. I need to go trip on some peyote and come to realization with like my age and my on a memory spirit right now. Spirit journey and
0: reclaim your lost memories. Massive
2: oh, massive! I need to go play Sonic with the. You're gonna go on a spirit journey and it's spirits.
0: gonna be in 32-bit.
1: So, so Presto, what Just was your? Just an
0: idea for a video game.
1: <laughs> what was your, Presto? What was your first access to Sonic or to? <laughs>
0: You answered your own question. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, growing up I had so I had an interesting situation. So my parents were divorced when I was five and my dad had a Sega and I lived with my mom. So the only time I had access to the Sega for a very long time was when I would go visit my dad. So of course, like every morning I would get up like with the sun. <laughs> and like in the room like at the Genesis. So I had Sonic 1, eventually I got Sonic 2, um Street Fighter 2. Uh yeah, I think it was mostly Sonic 1, Sonic 2 and Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 I would like beat the game, like play the computers, but then to like have some extra variability, I would take the second controller and I would put it on the floor and I would mash buttons with my feet. <laughs> and I would fight
1: myself. Really?
0: Yes, it is the perfect training tool. Actually, is, you know training, what? It trains awesome. you to fight button mashers, You, you s- more- it's basically what 20xx is.
1: You say yeah. that, and I have like this weird memory of me doing the same thing.
0: I mean, I probably taught you
1: that. I mean, possibly.
0: You know, my patented trick was stepping on controllers. <laughs> this is making me think of Sakurai right now during the mid mid.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> release, and he <laughs> was just, just using he was like, I don't feet. have anyone here because of COVID-19, so I'm gonna sit here and play two characters at once to demonstrate for you guys, like, just holding <laughs> up the middle finger to the whole community going um, twice like, as good as anything.
0: Um, yeah, so those were the games that I had Sega, or, uh, Sonic 2 is still probably my favorite Sonic game of all time. Really? And then yeah, man. This Don't you? Like I haven't played, I haven't really given Mania the time. It what deserved. about three?
2: What about three? You you get three two to or go?
0: three all day. What? Yeah. 100%. I'll take that argument with Mortal Kombat, but not with Sonic. Uh, ah, yeah.
1: man. Um,
0: but then, okay, so yeah, the other, so my other interaction with Sega Genesis when I was growing up was my aunt had a Sega Genesis in her basement. And... Um. She had, my cousins had the X-Men game, and I was huge oh, in the X-Men growing oh, 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 up. So it's like any time we would have like Thanksgiving, Christmas, we'd go to my aunt's house, I would like spend the absolute minimum amount of time talking to my relatives, and then beeline it for the basement where all my cousins already were, and we would play X-Men. And Nightcrawler and Psylocke. Were the best characters in that game. even though To remember <laughs> nothing else, um, but yeah, that's that's like my growing up experience. And then, like I said, Blockbuster, Rent and Games, Vector Man, Earthworm Jim, um, and then eventually, uh, I got a Sega CD.
1: Boom! Oh, now you're skipping into the future. future. That's future. that's way too advanced for me. Yeti, what yeah. was your first experience with Sonic? <laughs> experience. We're,
0: we're Sonic just going to use the word Sonic and Sega like, in interchangeably. In- yeah, yep. okay. I think Jason used to do that when we were younger, too, and
2: I completely adopted it. Well. Yeah, just, like, I'm okay with it, because Sonic is Sega. It's like, oh, uh, did you was get was a it? Sonic Genesis? <laughs> there, there was, there was, I, I saw the article like last week about, like, oh, the mascot before Sonic, and uh, nobody cares that filler article. Yeah, the the mascot wrote that.
0: before Sonic was like teetering bankruptcy.
2: Um, my first experience was Jason introducing me to Sonic 3. Oh, Oh, well, that's why you like
0: Sonic 3 the most.
2: Yup, that was my first. And I was like, I was freaking captivated. Because (laughs) Sonic 3, you had abilities you could get from the little TVs that you crush. Which I really Hmm. wish the movie would have said something about The movie explained the coins, which was cool. They never explained the crushing of the TVs, but we're getting probably, like, two sequels, so we'll figure it out anyways. (laughs) Um, Yeah, whatever, yeah. Also, go see the Sonic movie if you haven't seen it yet. I actually still haven't seen it. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen it either.
0: It
2: released, and then I totally forgot about it. All right. I am for you guys. Easiest way to do it, just go to a red box. It's out Redbox right now because it was at the Acme by my house. I had no, no
1: idea Redboxes were it. still in existence.
2: Awesome. I have some. Also, I have
0: some. I have some websites that I might em, be able to
1: procure.
2: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you can do that. Or for like less than five bucks, you can uh, rent it on Voodoo because Voodoo is what I use for all my digital stuff. Anyways, I'm just telling you, it's worth it. Make sure your kids are with you while you watch it. It's definitely a dad and son. Or I want to see day. it
0: for Jim Carrey.
2: It's, it's yeah. Jim Carrey nails it. Jim Carrey.
0: You, oh, of course do you he does because now Ace he's creating real life so it's Remember perfect. Ace Ventura,
2: Jim Carrey? Yes. You're you're getting the best parts of that back. Yes. Yeah. So they, they don't grotesque. let you go he, he doesn't get to go grotesque because it's not Ace Ventura yeah, and it's, it's a kid's not movie, guy. but he he go Robotnik got the got what it deserved with him. It's so good nice. to see him play I was so excited about that. Even if they had that whole furry thing going now, on. Now wait, do
0: him. they do they call him Robotnik or do they call him Eggman? It's Robotnik. Thank it's you. It's Doctor. He, he is
2: straight up Doctor Robotnik, and he makes that very clear about his uh, his doctorate degrees in the movie. You got to go see it. It's really good. I'm not going to say any more about it because you're a bunch of jerks for not. All right, let's, it.
0: Finish, let's finish um, this episode quickly so I can go watch it before I fall oh asleep. So, <laughs> anyways,
2: anyways, so there's Sonic Three, right? And Jason and I are stuck on that circus level. Oh, for my like, God. It feels like months. And Jason starts feeding me. You started feeding me this bullshit. Oh, like, <laughs> nobody could actually beat this level. It's known as, like, the circus of death. You started giving it nicknames. You were like, dude, Jason played this up so good. So, and then Sonic and, Sonic and Knuckles came out. So we started playing some Sonic and Knuckles. And then we, we, we plugged it into each other. Yep. But... But when we played it, you know, we can even play as Knuckles. Knuckles is the hard mode, for those of you who haven't done it yet and are a bunch of bronies, which I wish they would have done in Mania a little bit better, but we'll get to that later. Um, You plug plug that into it, and it it makes the full game. So finally, come down the road, I get a Sega from my dad, and I get Sonic 3 and Sonic Knuckles. I don't know how I got those games, probably Funko Land. Oh my, I, God, I, I, I oh my God, Funko Land! Oh my God! Mission. I made it my mission to beat that level. You have no idea. I would go back and, and and like I failed so many times at it. So I got to the point where I memorized all the rings were and everything, and I got as many lives as I could. And I got to that circus. level. I got to the boss because me and Jason couldn't figure out how to beat the boss. We didn't figure this out. I figured it out. Yeah. I beat it. The next level. I'm, I'm a fucking kid. I lose my shit. It's a Sonic Snow. I'm like losing my shit. I'm, I'm look at the snowboard level! So, <laughs> I like,
1: was like, so mad at you, like for the longest oh, time, because you beat that and I couldn't.
2: Dude, and then we got to the snowboard, and then eventually, when I beat the Sonic Three set, and when it's plugged in, I found out that it's continuation. Yep. And then like you lose all your emeralds and you get hyper Sonic. What the fuck is hyper Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they tried saying it wasn't. Someone ran in like some comment or article saying like, "Oh, it's not canon." And then like you literally see a hyper emerald in Mania. So I'm like, "Fuck
0: you, you make Mania 2 hyper emeralds I because will hyper say, emeralds are legit." Even though I still prefer Sonic Two in gameplay and soundtrack and levels and everything. Hydrosity Zone Two is like one of my favorite like retro yeah. songs.
2: Um, oh God! We just put that on the air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Keep in so mind, there a was thing? a
1: point where Presto and I had discussed we would sing the opening to our theme song for Nintendo and oh, yeah. that almost became a thing.
2: <laughs> so, so what I'm what I'm happy about is all three of us are for our like genuine experience with Sega with Sonic, but. I, I think we need to start getting into like the nitty gritty, the, the the more higher tier S class games. Not to say Sonic isn't great, but like yeah. so, let's, that that talk about,
0: let's talk about the dark let's talk about the dark side of the Genesis.
2: <laughs> the single was the dark side of video games at that
0: time. It was yeah. great. Yeah. I loved it. Well wait, I wanna get into the marketing, but I think there's one game that none of us have mentioned that all of us have played that we've repressed deep in our minds because it's given us like horrible like ongoing bouts of anxiety depression <laughs> and like synth wave oh go oh. echo the dolphin
1: oh i don't,
0: I don't have anything bad about against echo the dolphin I No, know. it was an amazing game but it was like uh, it was like yeah. it was like some psychological shit. oh yeah oh,
2: that that story got dolphin yeah
0: ever. when i had the sega cd and they
2: had echo cd and i remember so i was say like CD. I. I yeah we've talked about this i'm gonna get into that that was an experience we're gonna talk about later but when i got to a later levels and you're like i'm talking to some like some other animals i'm like this is getting weird just like there's there's orcas flying in the air and they're saying some screwed up shit about reality stuff and i'm like dude this guy was a dolphin (laughs) <laughs> like, how do you lay that shit on it like, they're smart they can figure shit out and you just lay that shit on that dolphin like
1: yeah this this game
2: he's just part of a training program and they were like you're fucking it man Echo. I, I don't want to play Echo again to like
1: fully yeah. Echo was one of those how games do, how, how
2: have we not gotten another Echo with all these like we'll talk about Streets later and then of course you mentioned Sonic Mania and then just to throw it out there because you know it's part of the retro thing you had Mega Man 11 which was another like retro throwback style game that they made. Why have we not fucking gotten an Echo?
1: Echo was because one of those games. One, another generation of kids. Echo was those game was one of those games that was so hard that like unless you were able Who owns to. Who
2: the right to Echo? Who owns the rights to that? I don't know. Let's find out. I have. Yeah, can, the us, can you, can you human do that really quick? My fingertips.
1: I think I can figure it out. Anyway, Echo the Echo the Dolphin is one of those games that if you didn't really have the tutorial booklet, the the guide to get through some of those things, like it was really difficult to discover and figure out some of those puzzles.
2: Yeah, some of this stuff got a little like for me. I mean, I think that was back in the day when it was like, and this is what I hate. I guess my love hate relationship with video gaming and gamers today. Gamers today get a lot of stuff for them. To where for us, it was kind of like it was repetitive with us. Like I think I feel like it was like mentally exhausting. We were like we're never going to figure this out. You like play something for like two hours, over and over and over again, and keep dying at the same part until you found out like one stupid little niche. And that was the
0: thing to get you past it.
2: Mm-hmm. Nowadays, kids can just look it up.
0: Appaloosa. I don't think they're they looking it up. App. Appaloosa Interactive. owns. Do they still Texas hold itself. it? Do they still hold uh, it? I
1: think well, the game made its way to Xbox 360 at one point. So maybe well, Microsoft. You mean
2: not, not a new iteration, though. Just like, just like one of the,
0: like, you can play all, on it, right? I... Here's an here's interesting bit of news. Uh Echo the Dolphin creator settles lawsuit with Sega possibly paving the way for series rebirth from 2016 Ooh, to 2016. That in.
2: People, we're not cool enough to play yeah, this. <laughs> wait, this was in 2016 you just said? Yeah. Ah, oh, never mind. I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: but it's possible. If they've been working on it since 2016, it's either going to be really good or it's just not Yo, good. Yo,
2: that would be a stealth drop in the for Sega fans. Like you had to choose a side. Yeah. When you talking about video games, like were you a Sega kid or a Nintendo kid? And you could have both, but you weren't allowed to say I'm both. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you had to pick which was better. I was always I was always a Sega kid. I never at no, any too. point had a Nintendo system. Um, until Yeah. Really?
2: You guys never had original Nintendo? Nope. Not until like college. I had, I had original Nintendo, but I always gravitated towards the Sega until I got good at Mega Man.
1: Well, that's because Sega had amazing games like Kid Chameleon and Subterranean and Earthworm Jim.
2: Can we talk
0: about Kid Chameleon, please? Oh, I want to talk about Kid Chameleon. I mean, I've seen it, but I've never... Like, I
1: didn't own it. I didn't play this game. Kid Chameleon was probably one of the most trippiest, coolest games ever.
2: For its time, and maybe even still today, it is literally an S-Class platformer adventure game.
1: It's like but Tron it like you know Tron is like a little bo- a kid who gets teleported into the video game and he plays the game well, it
2: doesn't play like Tron it play
1: no it doesn't play like Tron it. but like the, that's, that's the storyline story right. of it uh, like, kid oh chameleon's God, the same thing story. the kid goes into a uh, like an arcade shop and gets sucked into the game and he's got to play the game as different characters in order to beat right. through the levels
2: but it's ruthless dude oh it, yeah it's like when it's, when it starts out you get it and then once you start to get to, like, the second part of the game, it's like, all right, if you didn't learn everything beforehand, like, fuck you. Look, yep. Here we go. You're screwed.
1: And Kid the, Chameleon yeah. was amazing.
2: So they made, um, somebody made a, uh, what, what everyone would call a Kid Chameleon 2, where they basically just took, like, a bunch of stuff from the first, added some new stuff, switched around. Of course, I haven't played it yet because so many games. But, yeah. Um, it's, it's out there. Somebody made even some art I think that's like a little bit official to me when you have like a hacked ROM and you make what you call a two of a game that never got a two and then you make <laughs> its own cover I'm like okay like you if you were that serious about making ROM like that I was like it doesn't play
0: yeah it's like wasn't what somebody made one of the Metroid games as like a they, they, they did ROM right well, they so did, did Metroid 2 did it I thought did there's something, something with Fusion where it, it started two. out as like really I think I could be uh, making that up because I'm old and I have
2: dementia, let's, but let's, <laughs> get into, wait, let's get into the Wait, let's get into ROMs after we, we we clear a couple games. Yeah, that we, we'll talk get about there. we need there. To, because that's a very important part of this First episode.
0: Of all, I think we need to end this segment with two things. A Sega CD was on that next level shit. Uh, maybe not. Ooh. Maybe it wasn't. I Do mean, you want me to explain my experience with I'm Sega sure CD? Was a huge failure. But oh, what was your experience so, with CD? So.
2: This was my experience with Sega CD, okay? And I think I went into a little shit around fourth grade, but I had a little bit of a connection about getting uh, getting a, uh, uh, a Nintendo 64 Christmas. Um, and I was like trying to give my parents money so that to help pay for the Nintendo 64.
1: And that's, that's what I wanted. I was like,
2: I don't want anything else. I want a Nintendo 64, and if you can't get that, I don't want any other video game thing. I, and I asked them, I was like, if I can't get a Nintendo 64, can I just have the money that I would get for other stuff? And then I'll save for a Nintendo 64. (laughs) And I didn't get it for that Christmas. It was probably a huge childhood letdown. Not very emotionally scarring whatsoever. Um, Like I said, I feel like a bit of a spoiled shit, like literally right after it happened about it but my mom was dating this dude and he was pretty legit while well, for the time. I uh, <laughs> hung, hung out on boats with him a lot so I was really happy about that. And he ended up getting me a city. Instead I of sixty
0: four.
2: I fucking hated it. I fu- I tried to be I tried to be good. Uh, so first off, if you're going to get me a Jank, soul like you could have gotten the Mortal Kombat for me for it. You know? Didn't get the Mortal Kombat game. I got like Sewer Shark, which was pretty kind of cool. Tomcat Alley, which was like if that Top Gun game for NES actually worked right. Oh my god, I, couldn't, I
0: remember I, that I, game.
2: I couldn't figure that game out. I remember some random time Mike Fadden, name drop, was over my house. And I was like, yeah, I got this game. And I guess he had one too. And he was like, you don't know how to do this? And he explained the game to me. Because the game, the the, the Sega CD, I feel like the Sega CD should have been geared straight for parents at, at its time because it was like the options and the way you just went through things. It didn't explain anything to you, but I could see for like an adult, they'd be like, "Oh, you would do that or this." And he taught me the mechanics of the game, and I loved it. So I was like, I remember like after he came over that thing, he kind of to teach me like show me a couple of things. I was just I was going nuts with Tomcat Alley. Um, there was a few others. Uh, I feel like Sonic Echo.
0: Spinball. Sonic Spinball.
2: That wasn't CD though. CD. Oh, that was was, it, oh no, it
0: was it was Sonic that was Genesis. CD. I'm thinking of Sonic CD. C Sonic D CD.
2: Sonic CD was the shit. Um, Sonic Moon, um, Sonic. There are, yeah,
1: I totally skipped over the C D uh, era. I remember going over to Yeti's house uh, to play Jay-Z. the C D, but uh, I, I don't CD was
2: Sonic You CD you, was great. you missed the contender for Sonic 3 and Knuckles for me. Mm-hmm. Sonic CD, you do know that like every level had like a future and a past Did version? John? Yeah, oh I, I
1: remember I remember yeah. playing it at your house, I just, uh, because I didn't have access to it, I didn't play it enough, so I never, like, so, really got so, into it.
2: So, Preston, did you beat it? No. Okay, so, even, you remember the opening scene, and then there's the ending scene? That cartoon draw scene, we deserve a cartoon that was like that. Yeah, we they, didn't they get made, that. They, they made the,
0: the modern animations uh, for Mania, I'm pretty sure it done by the same artist that did the animations for That the,
2: was, oh Sonic my god. Theme. Yeah.
0: It was
2: good. I'd have to say Sonic...
0: is slapped. Oh, my
2: God. Bringing that back from a couple months ago. (laughs) Sonic... For me, it was Sonic CD Echo. Yeah, Echo CD. Those were really the
0: only two games I had. On it and yeah. Tomcat Alley. I think maybe I rented it. I don't remember.
2: I played some Android Assault. Also, I found out the other day because when I was just I was kind of like refreshing my mind with Sega stuff. There was an actual game. I forget what it was. It wasn't even good apparently. That actually required you to have the Sega CD and the 32X. If you guys want to talk about that thing.
0: Jeez, what was it? Cause uh, like to start an electric fire that burned down at home. That's you had to catch? yeah.
2: You had to put the CD in and the 32X cartridge in to play it. Um, I don't remember what it was, but... Yeah,
1: that was the the time period where technology was having a hard time keep up with what they were actually able to accomplish. So they were jerry-rigging the ability of a cartridge and the ability of a CD system in order to create the game space that they needed.
0: Yeah. That didn't pan out so well. No.
2: Yes. Sega got weird. You know the reason why? Of it, they Wait, got hold on. So this years, is right? the
0: next section. This is the next
2: section. Oh, okay.
0: Sorry, sorry. More, so,
2: so many about. emotions. talking with, with Sega. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah one, one more thing we've
1: we've truly about. gone on a serious oh, rant when over. it comes to this. But go ahead, Presto.
0: Well, this, is, this is our little nostalgia bubble for like the best of times, and then we're going to get into the worst of times. um yeah. But one thing that, as a person who now works in marketing, that I can fully appreciate. We just need to talk about how the Sega Genesis was launched. Mostly about the TV ads. Oh my god.
2: They were like they were like they got your blood
0: flowing. The TV commercials were like if if every video game commercial was like people walking in the park and like Oh, Super Mario for the Nintendo game console. Grab your family and have a wholesome good time. The Sega Genesis was like some punk kid on a skateboard, like kicking a toddler over. Like, <laughs> like it was some gnarly, like like there were like bald headed dudes with TVs in their skulls. And like, it was just this crazy borderline tripped out commercials that was meant to be a total like rebel disruptor to the market and that shit worked oh yeah there was like there was nintendo well so was like sega was
1: built sega was built as a response to nintendo they tried to figure out a north american was it yeah well, that a, wow. so so nintendo first came around initially and mario was the thing um, and once, uh, once the eastern market started coming to North America, it was taken over by storm. So you're trying to figure out a way to combat it. Um, and I can't remember who the original artist was for Sonic, but they came up with Sonic and they decided to market the console using Sonic. Um, and because they were able to market it at more of a edgier style, whereas Nintendo wanted to be the family game... Sega attempted to not only be the family game but also a, a appeal towards older audiences. They were able to grasp the market easier, and I I think that's something to do with how their commercials were made because they were weird commercials.
0: The one I guess the like early MTV and like Sega's advertising to me were like the same vibe.
1: Oh, yeah, oh,
2: that's so true. People don't. Uh, nobody's gonna understand that busy <laughs> <laughs> no, you, <laughs> oh, awesome. you that like reference sure? for anybody <laughs> anybody that was born after like
0: 1995 who was just completely lost I won't blame you for just closing
1: out of this episode. <laughs> what I what we'll do is we I have I have a couple uh commercials that I had looked at prior to this episode. Um I have them saved somewhere. We'll post some of these commercials on our Nintendo Dad's Facebook group That's so, a good idea. so that you guys can check wow. this out.
0: Yeah, so and this good. is keep in mind when you see these Sega commercials, these are what we saw on TV as kids. Like I'm pretty sure none of these commercials would fly today. <laughs> yeah see, yeah we have to also like i mean when you get to that you have to talk
2: culture when we were live and stuff the culture was like they were they were trying to say that video game devil yeah and, like the government like centers and shit were listening that, like they were they were running that around look at today where the cdc is like you know what was it two years ago the cdc is like oh getting you know, gaming addiction is a thing and now they're like play video games it's like CDC fucking
0: sucks.
1: I mean, Mortal Com- what, what, what was the first console that Mortal Kombat came out on? Was it Sega?
0: I'm pretty sure it was the
2: Genesis. Uh, so I think it was Sega. I think it launched both on Sega and uh, SNES. Um, so what happened was that I, I read up. I'm, I know my Mortal Kombat history. So apparently, this is funny. I'm going to get into a small rant about this. Um, The sound was better on the Super Nintendo. Now, Nintendo had a whole thing, they were like, if you're gonna be on our console, they like took away the blood and all that, and I think they replaced it with sweat. Um, Sweaty (laughs) fights. On the Sega, they did the same thing, but there was a little code that you could type in, which I've been thinking about getting as a tattoo for a while, this is a small one. And you type in Abacab, and it's the blood code. And when you did Abacab, you get the blood in the game, and it comes back. Whatever, I guess it was like a little thing for. It's it like, oh, hey, if you're an adult and you want to play it with, like, you know, kind of that type of that was called immersion back in the day, you would get it. But if you if you look at, and this blew me away as a kid, right? Because I could never like we get to arguments about like frames and put lag and all that stuff, and we would probably kill each other over that one day. Um, <laughs> but there was like there's like a whole thing where when I would go to an arcade, I'd always want to play Mortal Kombat the arcade. And my parents would be like, I don't understand that. Like, you know, you have, you, I had the game on Game Boy, but it was clearly not the same. But then it was like, I think I had it at one point at my house. And they were like, oh, why do you want to play it, you know, at the arcade if you game? And I didn't know how to explain it as a child. But I was like, it just feels better at the arcade. And then, like, you know, I started having thoughts with myself, even at a young age. Like, why I just <laughs> thinking, like, oh, I'm at the arcade because I do it. The screen's bigger. No, it actually fucking functions. It almost different game, you would call it nowadays with input lag and stuff like that. You go back to Combat 1, if you look, the arcade version, Scorpion and Sub-Zero have two completely different stances. But because of the RAM and everything, with the home consoles, they both have the same stance on the home consoles, and it does play different. On top of that, what you also have to understand was, and then of course, this is also self-serving for me, because I say I hate patches, but the arcade games back in the day got patched. And there's different, now this is how they got patched. There's different versions that would get sent out. Now I don't know if like the, the people could like send the drive back. To them and they would update it and send it back but there's multiple arcade versions and of course every um, competitive community has the one that they designate as this is the competitive one that you play and then of course if you look online there's oh if you want the closest console version it would be like you know maybe the PlayStation 2 and there's a lot of PlayStation 2 collections that came out that like people designate as like if you want to get close to arcade uh, realism practicing for competitions use that one and yourself never but that's my rant um, that was a thing uh, for me. So even though, like, and, and that's what I say when I play fighting games and I'm like, something doesn't feel right about it, something didn't feel right back in the day for the Mortal Kombat at home versus the arcade. And it turns out years later, I. I
1: so my whole also, point, my whole point of asking when um, Mortal Kombat came out and which console came out, because I vaguely remember at a young age watching like CNN. And older adults complaining and arguing and fighting with, what, with one another whether or not a game like Mortal Kombat was safe for children of our age to be playing because of the violence yeah, that yeah. it allowed. Were you scared
2: as a kid that video games were going to get taken from us one day? I was. <laughs> I, oh, I I'm
0: dead serious. I, I, thought... I mean, not at that point, but like later on. I thought that they were gonna like finally hold
2: a meeting. Be like,
0: you know what? <laughs> a giant this PTA meeting. Devil, we're taking it away. They, they we were gonna call a meeting and they were gonna be like, <laughs> "Yo, this shit is canceled." There was did gonna. Not see the, there was gonna be a PTA
1: meeting about it.
0: Did you not see the
2: thing where they had um those like big uh those mega churches those fucking ripoffs? Yeah. Uh, there's one speech about when Pokemon came out, and the guys like walking the the pastors walking oh, around exactly and goes, "He's about. like, oh, did you know what I found out Pokemon man." it means pocket monster and it was like they were calling post- <laughs> on like the fucking devil and i'm like that was the shit that we dealt with in our, like, Nintendo-Sega age, what people need to under stand is, like, people took that to... Like, that was dead serious to them. That was as real as the food that they ate and the car that they drove. Yeah, but you and, know what's funny? You know, and it's and funny we watched now. our parents eat that. Like, guys, that, that's who raised us. That's why we're a little... Like, like we're, we're, on, we're on the woke side, not the like, social justice warrior woke. I mean, like, actual, like, critical thinking woke without influence. Like, we can oh, do that. But we were also, like... We also have that other side... Like still ticking our heads, we kept doing that shit.
0: Like, what
1: the fuck? And we're the ones who are messed up and have children now.
0: Oh wait, here's the, here's <laughs> the best part. Here's the here's the okay boomer. We're moment. a good medium. Is What's up? Video games are now the most profitable and widespread form of consumable media. Just, yep. Just absolutely shafting movies.
1: Outsource
0: music. and outfinance
2: the yeah. video gaming industry. Oh. and the Apple Apple, both. Do not take negative hits during any recession or issue. I don't know how wow. Apple is doing during this pandemic. But the video came
0: in. Yeah. <laughs> just laid a log on the table. It jumped, and it jumped it like sixteen percent oh in God. Q1, mostly in the month of March when everybody was locked inside. They're like, hmm, "What should we do?" Animal Crossing. For
1: I mean, could that
2: not have been a better launch time for that game? Oh my god.
1: In all honesty, though, like in March, I, because they were doing so many stupid sales and like 50% off, so I was like, okay, well, I'll buy that. Okay, I'll buy that.
0: I remember you were telling us, you're like, yo, guys, I got like Eagle Man for like (laughs) half of a penny on the eShop, it's the best game ever that I've ever gotten oh. for a quarter of a penny. At least Jason didn't get us to buy fucking monkey barrels. Oh, man.
1: Uh. oh boy.
0: Oh uh. Anyway, Jesus so that's how Christ. Sega rose Rose to president.
1: power. I mean if you, power it, power. <laughs> if you think about it. If you think about it how how they rise to power overcoming the North American market. And then being in the mainstream news for Mortal Kombat. Like, talk about an unknown console coming to the very pinnacle of the gaming industry and forefront of us first getting our hands on games and skyrocketing to being a mega stardom like Sega was. Like, they were right up there neck and neck with Nintendo, which was an established company. So...
2: So we were all Sega kids, we're saying Sega over Nintendo. Am I correct in that in that thing? Yes. In the initial what beginning. Was, in the, yeah, okay. in what lives. was Alright, so what was the so just real quick, what was the definitive thing that made you who that was if you want to go first press though?
0: That was the system that my dad got me.
2: Okay.
1: Corpse <laughs> dad what are you doing? It's I, not a lot to I, it's Somewhere terrible. in there I'd be like that there's a daddy issue in there that that's it why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, uh, Sonic is objectively cooler than Mario.
2: Uh, absolutely. 110% agree, Uh Corporal, what, what about
0: you?
1: Honestly, it was the ability, because yet again, I didn't have access to Nintendo, I didn't play any Nintendo. When I finally did play Nintendo, I thought Mario games were hard and difficult and annoying. And um, I enjoyed Sonic, but what I enjoyed more was the fact that I had diversity of play with other games other games like Kid Chameleon um, and Subterranean what was the little spaceship?
2: It was Subterranean it was Subterranean it right. and
1: yeah. um, there was one other one that I used to play um, Echo, oh Earthworm Jim Earthworm Jim oh, yeah. yeah so those are the killer platformer yeah those are the games that I played the most and they were only available on, on uh, Sega so like <laughs> so, that's where I was <laughs>
2: That's pretty good. So, for me, besides the fact it was like you introducing me to it, and I was like, oh, so I have to get this. When I had it in my house, the thing that defined it for me was I had gotten Sega later down the road. Cause I had Nintendo first. I had played Nintendo. I have memories of being three years old. I played Nintendo when I lived with my family. So, I, I remember from there. That's when I actually asked for but when I was a kid. And when I eventually got Sega, um, everything was about with my sister, too. And, uh, so was, you had to get two controllers. So they got like an extra like the second controller. The second controller with the six button. And that's what fucking it out for me. I was like I had a Nintendo. I had a Sega that had a six button controller on it. And I was like that thing kicks fucking ass. <laughs> especially when I got like Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on that. You know because it, if you had the three button. You had to press two buttons at once. Some of the other moves. But
0: Six if, you this, if you had, six you had a six-button controller, it was over.
2: If you had a six-button controller, it was. Oh, I had that one. I had, dude. I had the controller where you could switch each individual button on single, turbo, or auto. Hacks. Hacks. <laughs> Stuff doesn't have shit on it. Go ahead.
0: We've. Go ahead.
1: That's right. We, we've talked about the rise of Sega. We're now yes. going to talk about the fall of Sega.
0: All right, so the golden days of Sega are firmly in the rear view. Pour one out the Genesis. <laughs> what happened, guys? Why? Why did Sega die a not very so, slow but painful death? Most we historians
1: saw- will say that there's literally ten reasons why they died. I think we can narrow it down to a lot less than that.
2: <laughs> I, I, I have two, two easy reasons why this happened. Simple.
0: Drop the knowledge. Yeah,
1: Drop the cool.
2: knowledge. All right. So we saw a lot of, and we talked earlier, a lot of Nintendo and a lot of Sega, and it was it was Sega versus Nintendo. I mean, there was magazines with that. I remember, uh, I think it was a Game Informer magazine had a, a picture of Sonic and Mario with the gloves off on wrestling, just like the gloves come off, and like that was like how it was portrayed. But do you guys know who actually was Sega's larger competitor and off? <laughs> Ultimately, um, put the nail in the coffin to Sega. Do you know who it was? Which company?
1: Take a guess. PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation
0: say Sony. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, Sony.
1: Yeah, Sony. So Sony. one of the, 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 the Go ahead. One of the big things that, like, from a technological standpoint, the release of DVDs and the ability to store information on such a large, you know, a large amount of information onto a DVD was yeah they tried well, they tried oh was it Sega Dreamcast trying to port forward with CDs and they did it too right. late and poor marketing of the Sega Dreamcast Sony coming out with their their system and just being better at it cuz they utilized new technology more efficiently It wasn't
2: just that though it wasn't just that, because I'll argue, like, any day of the week, like, a PlayStation had more horsepower than a Sega. But I'll say Sega was way more fun any day of the fucking the week. I'll argue with anyone about that. Okay. But one but of the big factors the was...
0: Day, it was the 64 for Nintendo, the PlayStation for Sony, and the Dreamcast for the Sega. The
2: 64 didn't really do too much damage, as far as I've seen, to Sega. The 64 did damage to Sonic itself. Yeah. The 64 pushed Mario into the perfect 3D world setting that we all wanted to play him as. And they didn't do that with Sonic in the right time frame. But um, what was I going to say?
1: Most of Sega's games also (laughs) were like arcade games ported over.
2: the, The ultimate demise. So if we go all the way to the end, one of the big factors was you have to understand when Dreamcast and, and um, PS2 were coming out. It was PS2 that did it. When the PlayStation 2 was coming out, they, the PlayStation 2 played DVDs. And that's actually how I, my parents in the getting loop, which didn't usually happen, obviously, as I've talked about with Nintendo 64. I was like, DVDs were becoming a thing. And, and did you guys know that it was the cheapest DVD player on the market at the time? It
1: was. What?
2: It was. PlayStation, PlayStation
1: 2 served as a cheaper a alternative movie. to MD DVD player currently on the market. It's literally on it the was website.
2: the cheapest DVD player available when it launched. That's and that scary. fucking. I scooped. Dude, I scooped that shit at Easter.
0: And, and, and anybody... You don't get a console for Easter. Yo, I got, like, stickers and Cadbury eggs. Look I, dude, I <laughs> quoted it as a family thing.
2: You motherfuckers out there can say all the white privilege you want. I'll fucking agree. That's absolutely <laughs> what that shit was. I knew what the fuck it was when I was doing it, and I wrote that fit. shit. Listen,
0: I you can't even that. fit a PlayStation... Two in an Easter basket. Preston, I
2: fucking threw a hail mary and it went. <laughs> I, that's that's what happened, bro. D- don't hate the player, hate the game, man. I quit. it went in. I don't fucking know. I got a PS two so meanwhile- early on. <laughs>
0: Yeti's getting PlayStation two for Easter while we're getting like half stale candy and like nickels. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nick Yeti's nailing the put putting the last nail in the coffin to the Dreamcast, not even knowing it.
1: <laughs> oh
2: man, I felt so
0: bad. So the Dreamcast, yeah.
2: That was um so Sega all the mines of Sega. Yeah,
1: Playstation so besides, uh, Playstation that came out in the very beginning with uh at the very end of Sega's life, they pushed Sega Dreamcast, but PlayStation Two was coming out, and yeah. they just could not compete.
2: Yeah, well, that wasn't actually the Sega that Saturn was, was in there too, right? <laughs> that was the, well, I'm going to get to that right. It wasn't the nail in the coffin. The, the 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 actual well that was the nail in the coffin was the the, the, um, the PS Two, but the, the bigger <laughs> body of everything was the 32X and the Saturn. So what had happened at the time was there was Sega of America and Sega Japan. Sega Japan, was I think it was Japan, I'm pretty sure. And so they were trying to figure out like this whole like, you know, back in the day, it was all about bits and this whole like, you know, 32-bit thing or whatever. So, so they were like, oh, okay. So they thought it was a good idea to do this 32X thing to supplement between eras, right? And they really didn't utilize the technology or didn't really come to fruition as they would have thought it was. But what Sega of Japan didn't fucking tell Sega of America is that they were working on that Saturn. So then, like, uh, right yeah. away, Climbly. they blindsided yeah. Sega of America and launched this Saturn. Now, Saturn's a cult classic. and has plenty of good stuff. And, you know, one of the biggest Mortal Kombat games on it is Ultimate 3. It's like 300 freaking dollars. I think our friend Dewey oh. Go has it. Jared?
0: Yeah. Okay, if anybody has it.
2: Oh yeah! God, I fucking t- he told me he sent me a he keeps a script uh a website that calculates like collections. He's at thirty grand right now in retro video game collection stuff, and I unjokingly said, but I'm he did jokingly, I was like, you better fucking leave me that shit. He has a he has a nephew right now, so I should get it, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can throw me like Jared, you can throw me the Mortal Kombat stuff if you know. Just put it in there, bro. It's just like an extra sense. Yeah, it's it's all good.
0: Important for for Easter.
2: (laughs) Hey, bro. Yeah, the two the two main points was it was argument internally uh, between Sega of America and Sega Japan, and they I don't know why they acted in such a manner, but there was apparently um, there was friction during the whole 32x discussions, and then you know they came out with the Saturn and. You know, that happened, and then the Dreamcast came out. The Dreamcast was, like, it felt, it was kind of, it seemed like it was a bit ahead of its time, but when the PS2 came out and Sony dropped that, it had such better hardware. It had the DVD, and then eventually, when they got on- online to work, it worked pretty well, and then you could get the HDD drive
1: and all that stuff. Yeah,
0: and they just, yeah. That, then that's then what that toppled it. Just, that, it laps around everybody.
1: So, I mean, yeah. in all honesty, like, PlayStation and everything, their internal arguments killed the brand as a home console. Yeah, killed. Yeah, Sega's Sega's internal arguments and PlayStation's superior console destroyed Sega's brand as a home console, as a hardware company. But Sega themselves like limped on. They're still
2: there as a as a
1: software.
2: It doesn't even sound like that. Like. Sony was even trying to do that. It was like Sega shot themselves in the foot, and Sony was kind of like, I mean, Sony was a giant. Yeah. Sony was like, we're coming. It was. It's kind of like if when Xbox came out, if Xbox destroyed like Nintendo, which it didn't. Nintendo almost shot themselves in the foot. I don't know fucking how the hell they're afloat right now. They came with GameCube. Are you fucking kidding me, Becky? I think that's the coolest fucking. You ask me. <laughs> there was the, there was the PS2. The PS2 did a lot of stuff better, but the fucking gamecube but this is like what was crazy to me is that like nintendo did that shit and, and it's so still lives and, and then the wii u the, the horrible mark the wii u and nintendo just still stays with it and why is it switch is doing so well i'm like i don't even want to have a discussion with that that's weird to me i not that i want it to do badly it's just weird Because when you compare Sega to it, I'm just kind of like, how did Sega just have an internal argument like one generation shoot themselves in the foot and they were done? And then Nintendo's like, watch us triple beat twelve fucking times and still compete with everybody. Exactly why Sega died
0: before there was any wiggle room in the video game industry when when it was like
2: PlayStation. This this is your marketing knowledge right here.
0: Yeah, when 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 Dreamcast was like sink or swim. Like, if any of the consoles really, really messed up that bad, they would have been toast. The reason that, that Nintendo can survive something like a Wii U is because instead of being a, a $30 million market, and I don't know what the real numbers are, but like, just let's say, okay, video games are a $30 million market or a $300 million market when the Dreamcast was on, now it's like a 10 billion dollar market. Like there's a lot more room to mess up because even if you mess up, you're still going to like at least be able to cover your your costs and not be like a right. total sinking ship. But when you mess up that early, it's like no there's no there's no second lives. It's like dying in the first level, right? If you die in the yeah. first level, you only have 3 lives. If you die All twice right. you're from life, life. If you're on level 10, you've already gotten like 30 extra lives and you can mess up a lot more.
2: I will consider this one of the best analogies explained its own <laughs> content rights. That was fantastic.
0: Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> you, you, you deserve a digital award for that. We don't have those yet, but. So now we're talking about the future, future. the modern future. modern era of Sega. And before we get into all the the new games and the remakes and the continuation, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the mic over to Yeti. and he's gonna tell us about some emulation and this is for educational purposes only
1: I, yeah for for <laughs> for legal reasons educational purposes only you
0: better get learned oh and then man. go pirate some games like so, a good
2: so, boy so first <laughs> off every time you've said future in this episode you need to go back and plug the actual sound bit from the oh, game yeah, that's
0: what i'm doing it for oh
2: <laughs> my, my v. i'm behind so roms roms are a thing um and most of you scrubs out there don't fucking understand the um value behind emulation so rom hacking and you know nintendo should be fucking praising rom hackers right now because it's it's kept so many fucking alive. um but one big thing with, with rom hacking was sonic there were a lot you know we haven't we didn't get a proper sonic what we call a proper sonic but this time it's sonic adventures we had
0: sonic crossover from 2d to 3d and looked like it was never looking back which is a painful reality for anybody who liked the original 2d and thinks the 3d games were like stubbing your toe repeatedly
2: now it's fun it's fun for my uh my son who's six. right he thinks it's a blast some of the stuff it doesn't captivate him um i've seen him play maybe um so that that's something to be aware of but uh people within the rom hacking community they they would make sonic hacks and it would just be hack level basically they would take resources from the game just rework them kind of make it feel like new mechanics or make new mechanic characters and throw them in there and you know all of you could just complain all day about you know them abusing someone else's ip but we wouldn't have Sonic mania also, just to throw in there, for the sake of it, the fucking Smash community wouldn't exist right now. Just so you know. Um, so, so Ron hacking uh, was a huge thing for, uh, for Sonic Mania to come back. Hopefully, we get it too. Sega right now. Is, so Sega
0: right now. Yeah. First of all, if you if you've never played like Genesis games, obviously the the easiest to me, the easiest way is to just go get a Sega emulator, they're not hard to find, and just emulate any game you want. Yeah, but We're, we're not going to tell you to a- download ROMs. We're not going to tell
2: you to do it. We're not going to no. say that.
0: And
2: I'm not going to tell you to use a VPN, because <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that your internet <laughs> provider can actually detect you downloading video games illegally. And I'm not even going to tell you that that may have happened to me. And I'm not going to tell you about an email that I may have gotten. The internet provider that I may have had about something I may have downloaded. And I'm, not, I'm not trying to tell you that might have been real. Where weird to talk about right
0: now. And the, most you, and the most I'm embarrassing sorry. thing about this hypothetical th- situation is that it may have been for the brawl ISO.
2: We're not gonna, we don't know. <laughs> the fuck, really? Project
0: Plus kicks ass. <laughs> anyway, if emulation isn't quite your speed, and you're looking to set some money on fire. You can get the... There's a, a, a Sega Classics collection for Switch. Are we on sale actually, right now? Uh, I actually don't know. Let's see. Sega Classics collection. I think it's like $30. It can't be. It can't be that much. Um, but yeah, it basically has yeah. an entire collection of all the best Sega games. Um. Sonic, uh, the little star guy. Streets of Rage, like there's a whole lot of them. Is it thirty dollars? Oh, it's stop. thirty dollars. Look at stop. that. Stop,
2: stop. What, what little star guy?
0: I uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the website. It's like a little, it's like a little guy. Who's a star. a star?
2: Are you talking? Are you talking about Rystar?
0: Maybe. I loved Rystar. I don't know. He's but so
2: underappreciated. He star for Smash.
0: So. <laughs> so yeah that's that's a great way um to check out some of these old games if you haven't ever experienced them sonic mania is fucking awesome sonic mania is a modern yeah. sonic game I know we've said it like a billion times but if you have no idea what we're talking about sonic mania was basically sega's love letter to all the people who have been rom hacking sonic the hedgehog yeah um, since like the last 10 years and they even took one of the guys from the community um that did all the new, like, retro remixes and actually hired him to do the music for Sonic Mania, which is why it... Oh, my sweat. God.
2: Oh, my and God. Sweat. If you have... Yo, 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 yo. If you have PS VR, you can download the Sega Genesis Classic Collection, and it puts you inside an old-school 90s-style bedroom
1: in front of a <laughs>
2: CRT TV, and you click on the TV to play it oh my god that's pretty cool oh that's the experience <laughs> streets
0: of rage 4 we need to talk about Yo, this
2: because streets of rage 4 is so
0: iconic streets, of right rage, streets of rage was a sega a game a series of games that came Sable. out on sega not made by sega but it was a sega series mm-hmm. and they was it it wasn't a switch exclusive was it
2: no no way
0: so if you haven't played Streets of Rage 4, Streets of Rage is like a classic, like, side scroller beat 'em up
2: Hold on a second. Like, if you haven't played Streets of Rage, you're too young to listen to cats. Yeah,
0: true. <laughs> but, like, I barely, when Streets of Rage, when we started talking about Streets of Rage 4, I, like, barely remembered playing Streets of Rage 1 and 2 on Genesis. So Streets I never of played on 4, Genesis. That was an arcade thing for me. Oh, really? I had it, I on, never... I I had it on Sega CD, actually. Streets of Rage Four has a rewarding and complex combo system. Go check it out. It's a beat 'em up. They yeah. did
2: a really good job. There's a lot of diversity to it. We will say, oh, 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 so we played. Me, you, and our friend have played a lot together. We we played a lot on uh, internet. We all have. Um, it's on the Switch. We all have uh, wired connections we notice that there is some issues with the timing and this game is definitely you know it's very timing based with a lot of things is what happens and then of course with beat ups you have the general the y-axis jank that you have to kind of deal with um the cool thing about this is developers have um, said that they're aware of it and that they're they're currently working on it they it's it's a product it's a product of what the game is you know it's part of it it's hard to deal with but they're acknowledging it fully and they're moving forward with it and there will be de- dlc if there
0: was if there's dlc i'm absolutely like that's a game i will jump back into like anytime
2: dude like, i'll jump back into it tomorrow if you want let's to.
0: jump let's jump up let's and jump. down like we're in a bounce house um another thing that's kind of recent with sega besides the modern sonic games which i don't really even want to talk about and sonic team racing it's a racer um but mario and sonic at the olympics now one of you has this right no i was demo
1: i had it in our original show notes back like a month or two ago because i had if you recall i had made show notes all the way up until July like and I had made show notes up until July with the intention that when we came close to the Olympics that we were going to do a Mario and Sonic live stream as our own version of the Olympics but then covid happened and everything went to hell <laughs> so
0: so this is this is interesting so Mario and Sonic Olympics 2020 will be forever like in 10 years you're going to hear about this crazy stuff they'll be like yeah so mario and sonic olympics 2020 were the only olympics that happened that year yes like that's what the olympics 2020
1: are are sonic and mario so the funny thing about this is that dave and busters has a cabinet that is a, a, a Mario and Sonic Olympics cabinet, but it is really? a cabinet that they have exclusively for their arcades. I'm, I'm curious, because I don't know when it was made or what platform it was originally made for, but I wonder if this game is a direct ripoff of that cabinet.
0: Oh, wait, they had the cabinet before it was a, a home?
1: Correct, property? yes.
2: Um, the Sega Mini was probably more legit than the, the NES and the SNES Mini, but it just goes to show you what nostalgia and marketing will do. Is I think the Nintendo better? Well, yeah. Um, well, the this,
0: Nintendo also created like a very small supply, so that people freaked out and just started buying when yeah. they really saw them.
2: So that, that, that's another option, peeps <laughs> out there, if you want some uh, Sega nostalgia and somehow. One of my favorite things, though, that has been announced recently by Sega or SegaBits.com, is the uh, the Astro City Mini Arcade. Thirty-six classic games. What is selling me for this right now? The fighter is a six-button stick arcade (laughs) mini cabinet. Better quality than that. Probably that fucking shit that you guys are collecting at Walmart Target right now. I am excited. How big is this machine? Because I see the picture
0: picture. Like have, you, have you like, not
2: seen, have you not been, uh, I guess, have you not been in the past before COVID to a Walmart or a Target and seen mini console systems? Have you no, not seen I've these seen, before?
0: I've seen them on the website, but I have no, like, indication of, like. You I
2: know. didn't say the website. I said, like, actually in person. No, I'm saying I've seen
0: them on the website, but I haven't seen them in person. But let me put it to you this way You know the uh,
2: Wii U controller? It's a little bit smaller than that.
0: That's pretty cool. Oh, i I actually just googled it and saw a picture, and that is one tiny ass joystick. That would be my own. Okay,
2: issue. but but understand what they're doing with these things is it not only has a headphone jack, it has an HDMI jack. So you can throw it onto the TV. So I really? could bring it really? over to your house and we can put it on TV. Two USB ports. We can plug controllers into it together. So this thing is like if me and you, it's like we're getting to like 2, 3 o'clock at night. We're a little hammered, too pissed off to play Melee because we probably said things to each other that we shouldn't have. We can plug this thing in and have some fun. And play. I mean we're getting uh, two Golden Axe games on it. The thing that's selling it for me is um, Virtual, virtual Fighter. And then 100%. also – Altered Beasts is on it, which is also a ton of fun. Um, I'm looking at the old article, but like I said, there's uh, I think 36 games that are coming out on this thing.
0: And it's going to be am I reading that right? $28?
2: Yeah, that's the uh, the price what? point these things have been going for was 20 that bucks. Is but sick. what you have to understand is, is the ones going for like 20 something bucks are the single Neo Geo launched a while back. It was pretty I think it's like a lot higher of price. Um, I don't know how well it did um, sales wise, but I do know that it was a good quality. So I feel like Sega is kind of following the Geo trend right now, which actually making it a better value. Virtual Fire
0: Science for me. I'm getting it. Ooh. Sonic noise. Um, <laughs> so we got <it has> the. <laughs> Why don't you just do your normal pause. We got the seriously
1: seriously that needs to stay you just need to be like sonic noise
0: right, that, one, that, that, one's anyway. that one's gonna stay that one's gonna stay as the sonic noise but i'm not gonna actually edit it anyway <laughs> corporal give us that and knuckles
1: side Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, side question so this really isn't even a question this is more of a quest
2: Yes. So, here
1: we go. Way back in the day, there. Use
2: my VPN.
1: (laughs) Way back in the day, Sonic or Sega released a comic book, and it was Sonic comic book jokes. It was basically dad jokes made for Sonic fans. My my side quest for anybody who's willing. Whether it's a listener or you guys, I would like you to come back in a post on our Facebook group with what your favorite Sonic the Hedgehog joke is from the Sonic the Hedgehog joke book. People are
0: going to go blind trying to read this. <laughs> oh, I know.
1: That, that's, half the, that's why it's a quest. It's a challenge. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. So I have, I have a question, a quick side-side question. Um so I think and this might be this might turn into a regular segment uh, because we were talking about this earlier but let's just let's go around the room um, (laughs) you seem the most into this question at the moment what are you guys drinking lately oh can you interpret that any way you want (laughs) I like what's your favorite what's your favorite drink in the last week
1: last week um yeah Kraken and Coke.
0: Ooh, that's sounds wow. painful. <laughs> I haven't heard,
2: heard cracking in a while. Cracking and Coke. The, the, char- the charcoal, the charcoal, some of my favorite.
0: Charcoal filtered?
2: That's why it's black. Ugh.
0: Yeah. I thought it was just like here's a preview of what your liver is gonna look like after you drink this. <laughs> well, this is, seems like a so, Yeti, what about you? What do you? What are you guzzling these days?
2: guzzling these days this is wild so i was drinking knob creek that was my go to whiskey and then i got into a conversation with robin about it and she was just like you know i just like maker's mark this 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 or that and i was just like oh maker's mark i the only time i've ever had maker's mark life is when i'm fucking eggnog." (laughs) <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't think anything of it. And then, so she asked me to to buy it the other day. By the way, I just had a kid. So she had just been able to have alcohol again. And she does oh, not nice. drink. Like, she gets, she got, you know, I remember me and her went out to to eat one time. And she had uh, an old-fashioned and a half. It's her drink of choice. And she got hammered off. She's so, she's so fucking cute when she gets hammered. Off <laughs> drinking drink drinking a half funny it's not like slapper. It's like really cute and so but it's maker's mark she goes for makers mark. and i was drinking a uh, knob creek which was uh, expensive and then a lot of places only had the 90 percent, whatever so lo and behold long story short um i went and got maker's mark the other day for her and i'm like holy crap i drank like most of the bottle to myself and i wake up the next day and i don't like feel like shit so here's the <laughs> thing right this is how i grade alcohol and drinks is not only the way it makes me feel and the way it sets my stomach, but the next day when I wake up, if I have a general hangover or I'm tired and maybe a little dehydrated, I I call it, it's a good, it was a good drink, right? That's, it's where it should be at. If I fucking wake up and I feel like something had sex and died in my fucking stomach and I also (laughs) feel like I haven't drank anything in three years, well, I, yeah, right. And that's when I'm like, I'm not drinking. Thing again and I'm also gonna put that brand on blast. So,
0: so where, did the, where, where did the makers mark? Where did it land? I at? didn't
2: I didn't feel it at all. I think the other day I had um most of a bottle myself. Uh mind you I Lance was here, my son was here with me and I have a new so I'm on like, you know, I'm on like duty and a half right now because Robin's mom and you no, you know, you know we gotta make sure, you know, Lance is here and he's and the babies here all that so with that and I woke up with a ton of that I was able to deal with that just fine I didn't have one bit of a problem I woke up I think I had a seltzer and some eggs
0: good presto well I'm I I guess I'm the oldest man of all because I don't typically go near hard alcohol anymore what the Uh, fuck are you talking about no, nah. nah. <laughs> no, 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 you don't need to say that. No, the fucking gin, the, the gin
2: bullshit you pull with me every time I'm at your house? Yeah, I think you, talking I about? you yeah. the gin, not me. Oh. I don't that. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I've been drinking, uh, I have been, I have a little mini fridge in my, uh, in my office here, and at the moment, it is filled with victory-brewing Sour Monkey, which is, like, my new my new go-to it's a bit it's a rowdy beer i like sours like sour beers and like fruity beers are my favorite but like mostly sours um and this is a pretty good sour it's nine and a half percent so it's like it's like yeah how are different...
2: you feeling with that how are you feeling this night nine... because i feel like when you get into nine and a half percent territory i feel like you know i shouldn't be too too critical of the said brew. But it's, like, they really have to um, really balance, like, hey, like, are you going to feel like you just drank rubbing alcohol? Yeah. Or is it it a product of the quality product?
0: So I typically don't enjoy super high alcohol beers. um, But this is a sour. So I can literally, like, guzzle these and not, like – you can't, you can't tell it's a high alcohol beer from drinking it because it's right.
2: already got well, a lot. Of what, what I'm saying is, for, from my standard, is your son is Vash and Stampede. So after you drink that thing and you wake up the, the next morning and you have to, like, literally neutralize Vash, like... <laughs>
0: the screech. The little siren. Yeah. The no, little I'm, siren. No, I just mean he's a ball of fucking... I love him. He, I'm going to enable the shit out of him. You already gave him, like, a Nerf machete... And so I've been I've walk. been
2: nice, and I haven't gotten
0: his weapon in two years. Oh, right? well, you did see the video of him with the lightsaber, right? Did you do know that
2: that just unhinges all my restraints, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I like I like weapons for my child toy weapons. Um, but yeah, no, the the sour monkey is really good. It will knock you on your ass if you don't pay attention because, like I said, it's it's high alcohol, but it doesn't taste like high alcohol. So you can easily just h- sip on three of them and then go to stand up and be like, oh, yeah, it's nine hours. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, not really gnarly with the hangover because, like I said, the most – it's just a sour. It's just a good proper sour that's, like, relatively balanced. What's the,
2: um, what's the – what's the – what – what makes a sour a sour? Uh, I'm trying. What, what are we talking about? Like, chemo- is is it like the the, the the amount of yeast or what? What else is, is there? A probiotic I honestly, that's into I it? honestly
0: like don't know. It, oh, it's right. like similar because I got into sour. I thought you like, would have
2: known. I thought I thought asking that question you would have been like, it's this,
0: right? I probably No, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> usually know you know that. stuff like, that. yeah. But it's like I think it's because of just like an extra like they let and uh, a certain part of the fermentation process go on longer and it's the absence of some flavors. So like okay. sours are typically really fruity and they they typically have no like hops. Like there's no, I, I've never had right. a hoppy, like an IPA sour it doesn't exist. Some I of them, sometimes, them. You I do, want. sometimes you can have malty sours, which I don't like, but in general, it's like a fruit sour <laughs> And they right. let the fruit elements ferment a little longer, so you get like that, like vinegary taste. Because okay. I started liking sours because I, I drank a ton of kombucha, and then it was like, oh, try this like kombucha mixed drink, and then this kombucha beer, and then this sour beer that is as close as you can get to kombucha without actually having kombucha. And I was like, oh, I like when my face implodes in on itself. That's that's <laughs> to me. So yeah, I just got into. To sour beers, but yeah, I might have to, nice. to that. But yeah, so sour monkey—that's what we're drinking. Tell us what you're thinking in the comments
1: below. What about I—I I told you, Carvel,
0: the crack oh. it, Kraken. and oh, the Coke. Crack it. Here's the first one. Oh boy! Yo, that Maker's so Mark is making its mark. <laughs> oh, stop! So, <laughs> so
1: all of our listeners, Damn. anyone who's listened to this episode, I have a challenge for you. Uh, re-listen to the episode and go back and count how many times Presto has had to edit out Nick Yeti cursing I'm not going to edit it out <laughs> I don't have that kind of time <laughs> well, oh, then, I thought you were, how, thought many, you were Sonic how many times Nick Yeti drops the F-bomb the first person who comes back to me with a serious legitimate number I'll give you a $10 gift card no lie, go back and listen to the episode and come back at me. I'm ready right,
2: for so it. You do not understand the fun part about this is that Corporal also has to go back and listen to it and figure it out because <laughs> he wasn't
1: keeping track.
0: So he has to do homework too, which is the best part about it.
1: challenge. Yeah,
0: even, if, even if nobody goes back and listens, the fact that Corporal will have to listen makes it worth it. Yep. Um, ten dollar, ten dollar
2: uh, eShop gift card, Nintendo.
0: Yep. Yeah for the eShop and if you don't spend it on Streets of Rage Four. <laughs> uh... Alright everybody, follow us on social media, all that jazz. You know you know what it is. Corble, do you have anything random you want to say?
1: <laughs> I have a dad joke that is literally ripped from the Sonic the Hedgehog's comic book joke. It is Sonic talking to Doctor Robotnik, and it his Sonic it says, I have just chased Knuckles Three miles across Naboo's, and Doctor Robotnik says you must be exhausted. Because he's Eggman.
0: Because he's Eggman. I don't accept that as a valid joke. Because he's
1: Eggman.
0: No, he's Robotnik. Damn it! What are the best kinds of nuts? Donuts. Boom. <laughs>